0: We join with Him and cry out, Come on, come on, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we join. Greetings, guys! Thank you for watching this video. Thank you for your patience, for your grace, as I imperfectly seek to communicate about things of eternal significance, of eternal weight. Um, And as I say, it's imperfect. But I want to encourage you to, when you watch these videos, please like them. I suppose if you don't like them, don't like them, because that wouldn't be honest. But I'm hoping that the like aspect of this is a sense of agreement. I suppose maybe YouTube should have a little agree agree uh, option on the videos. And again, maybe you don't agree, um, but I'm seeking to publicly communicate about things that I'm utterly per- persuaded are not just true and not just urgent, but also emphases that should be in the heart of the church psyche more widely. So, in other words, these aren't just kind of like you know personal preferences. These are the things that I believe God is saying to the church, saying to the bride. And so, my my heart's uh, desire and my obedience actually to that is to try and get that into as many people's homes as possible. And for for what purpose, Franks? Well for repentance, for prayer, for a change of posture within the church, ultimately for faithfulness to result rather than a lot of spiritual adultery. Um, I say that glibly, but you'll understand there's context. I want to just share two things that happened over the weekend. Um, I went out onto the street on my own on Sunday morning and Mary and I had intended to do that together, but Mary had been and uh, well, and it was the third, fourth, third or fourth week in a row where there was a real, a real kind of like discouraging sense of spiritual opposition. And the first week we went out, the wind blew this seven foot cross onto Mary's sweet Mary's head. Imagine the scene horrendous. Like it was a complete freak thing. Clearly, spiritual, I would say, just the way that that happened, kind of like hamstrung our witnessed that day. We had to leave early and that kind of thing. And then the second week, um, Mary had got COVID and then last Sunday, um, that's what you had. That's what happens, by the way, when you work in a classroom with 30 kids. Um, and then last, last, uh, Sunday just gone the one I'm telling you about now, Mary had a migraine and couldn't get out of bed. And it was just, so discouraging for for Mary as much as me, because we're wanting to be out on the street together, you know we're wanting to be out in and amongst it with and so long story short, I just felt the compulsion I needed to just go. This was a joke. The devil hates it when the people get out of the building, he hates it. the devil is more than happy, the Satan is more than happy for Christians just to stay in their buildings. The moment you set your face, make a decision to, right, I've got to go out and reach people. People are going to hell. These guys aren't teaching the gospel. We're being taught in this church not to confront culture. That kind of thing. So I went out on my own because there was no other option. And a friend of ours called Caroline, Caroline, if you're watching, Greetings um had put a message out on a an outreach group um on whatsapp. I'm not involved in that in any way, so I didn't know folk, but anyway, I went up for a coffee, parked the car nice and early. The meeting that I wanted to go and target the church that I wanted to go and target, and I don't use that word lightly um was starting at eleven, so I had time to go and get a coffee. I just wanted to kind of gather my thoughts, pray. And I knew I needed some help. I'm carrying this big seven foot cross. I've got lots of booklets. I, I need to have hands free to engage with people and I needed I needed another pair of hands. And so my friend put this message up and I was walking back with a, a, a coffee in my hand and I just had prayed, Lord, if if this is gonna happen, I need I need some help, and within thirty seconds, no exaggeration. I had a, a text come through from a, a guy that I know called John, and he came and within a you know long story short he'd he'd come within an hour of that, and we were able to go up to this church and do that. Together, and so that was the first thing is to say when you put your foot out of the building, the Lord meets us where we're at. He knows what we need better than we do, and He knows what you need in order to help you out of your comfort zone. A couple of things I wanted to share, and I want to keep this very brief today. That that I learned, that I saw, I witnessed myself with my own eyes. Um and that I'll never forget, whilst stood outside this church. If you think about Paul arriving at Corinth, and this is part of what I said in the film, The Context of the Power, if you've not seen that, of me carrying the cross, please watch it. But the 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 point of that was that Paul arrived at Corinth, and it, in Corinthians he talks about the demonstration of the Spirit's power, which is what we all long for. We all long, don't we? We all long to know the power of God in our times of prayer, for the situations of our family, the situations in our body, out in the public sphere when you testify to Jesus. What do you want more than the power of God? What do you want more than Jesus turning up? Nothing. That's it. But the context of that power was, in Paul's own words, fear and trembling. Fear and trembling. And so you can't expect there to be the power of God if you're going to remain in a place where there is no fear and trembling. It's it's a contradiction in terms. And so I was stood on the street. Paul, in 2022, Paul, 2,000 years ago, you know, would have been going to various different contexts, one of which would have been a Jewish... Synagogue, Peter, of course, was the apostle to the to the Jews, Paul to the Gentiles, but nevertheless, Paul would have still been in synagogues, and we know that uh in a in a daily way, so he would have known who he was going to, what kind of pushback he was going to be having, the kind of things he would have needed to have memorized from scripture in order to confound the demonic stuff coming back at him today, and this is what I want everybody to hear, please, please, please listen to me. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. Is to say this. 2022, if you're going to be faithful to do the one thing that the Lord has commanded you to do, not suggested that you you should do, commanded you to do. To make a wit, to make disciples. It is required of us not just to go out onto the streets in a generic sense, but specifically to go to what look like Christian churches. Here I am on Sunday morning last weekend, and I'm stood with a with a seven foot cross. I resolved not to know nothing apart from Jesus Christ and him crucified, said Paul in one Corinthians two, two. I've resolved to know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. If you've not listened to teaching on that book, please listen to City of Temples. We've just finished a 20-month, 59 episodes working through that whole book, so go ahead and do it. I'm outside a church, what looks like a church, what looks like a Christian gathering, reaching people with the gospel, repent now, he loves you, and they don't want to know. I'm, you might say, Frank, why did you go to a church, Nick? Well, listen, this is why I went to a church. Because it came to my attention that this church wasn't a church at all, that these Christians weren't Christians. They're not, they're not born-again believers. They're celebrating homosexuality and transgenderism. They're celebrating things that are anti-Jesus Christ. And that's more, for me, that's more dangerous than an atheist. You know, it's like, what's more dangerous? Somebody that just doesn't want to know about God doesn't have any interest in Jesus or someone that thinks they're Christian and actually they're not they think they're Christian but they're actually anti Christ so anyway i'm outside and was, you know there was a couple of there was thousands of people walking past thousands of people very very busy central uh, central edinburgh and one i saw a woman approaching you know, immediately obvious it's a woman, okay, pushing a pu- pushing a pushchair with it with her child, presumably her child. She's walking into this church meeting about to celebrate Pride and everything related, and I go to give her this booklet. And as I go to give her this booklet, I notice that she's she's also growing a beard, trying to grow a beard. this is what I need you to hear 2022 2023 2024 moving forward over the next however many decades before Jesus returns is going to require not just going to the streets generically but going to churches that think they're sound it's going to require going to church leaders who think they're Christians and they're not it's going to it's going to look like helping people to understand that God doesn't just love you. He doesn't just love us. He loves us enough to transform us into his very likeness. This lady growing a beard, pushing a child into a church, her arm from the top of her shoulder to to her wrist was covered. The length of her arm was covered in self-harming scars and i don't know about you but i i'm i'm i may never have as powerful an image in my mind of the need to go onto the streets and to reach the chaotic church than that a, a woman made by god as a woman a beautiful woman confused thinking that either she is or wants to be a man Pushing her child with a beard in, in uh, growing a beard. Um, going into a ch- into what she thinks as a church, what she thinks as a church run by people who also think they're Christians, who also think they love God, know know and love God when they when they manifestly do not. Um, I don't know, guys. Can you think of anything? Anything more profound than that in terms of the hour in which we live? I'm struggling to. And this is hot off the press. This is from last Sunday. There was an, there was animosity. We were asked to move on. People couldn't understand. People were quoting, you know, like, he who is without sin can cast the first stone. People who want to quote Jesus to you but don't understand Jesus. And so we have to be loving, uh, but we also have to get over ourselves in the sense of, we- Jesus wasn't squeamish to call a spade a spade jesus provoked jesus smashed it up on occasion jesus didn't shy away from confrontation and so i want to know what you think please let please please leave a comment or two questions if you've got anything if you you know if you want some advice about how do you go out into the streets and what's a wise way of doing it what kind of things should you memorize what kind of things should you anticipate let us know we'll we'll come back to you but i want I want you to make the connection between between this example of a of a of a very very obviously uh, false church false gospel and the other video last week which was a friend of mine who's launched a church in Leeds and I've reached out to him that that may come to something and it may not but the the point is when you have a seeker sensitive church that is basically just teaching that he loves you he loves you he loves you he loves you guys which of course he does more than more than any of us know he loves us but that the first word of the gospel isn't that it's repent when you have churches that don't emphasize what Jesus emphasised and what he still today, right now, by the way, emphasises. You can see the connection, I hope, between tweaking the gospel. This is the emphasis of Galatians chapter one. Just just spend a few minutes reading it. Tweaking it ever so slightly. And then before you know it, you have a full-blown woman with scars running down her arm, self harming growing a beard pushing her child who she 's also raising to 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 know and understand that that 's okay if you're a christian that jesus if 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 you're if you 're a woman and Jesus wants you to have a beard that 's fine i mean maybe Jesus was a woman maybe jesus had breasts after all it doesn 't really matter does it because Yahweh just includes us as we are he just loves us as we are no the gospel isn 't merely inclusive. The gospel is radically transformative. That's the message of the other video. And, I, and I'd love you just to let us know what you think. If you've got any questions, if you feel stirred, if you feel angry, I, w- I want you to know, guys, I do struggle with anger about this. I, I, in Jeremiah chapter 15, spend a bit of time reading it. Jeremiah was full of indignation says that Jeremiah was full of indignation at the godless state of the covenant people of God. And that's my burden as well. We have to be holy and righteous. We can't be angry with people. We need to understand that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the powers of darkness and as such... That that's how we should think and that's how we should pray. And we reach out to people, we reach out to women growing beards, thinking they're men, with love. And we reach out to false churches and false Christian leaders who are proclaiming a false gospel in love. We reach out and we proclaim, guys, you're preaching a false gospel in love. He doesn't just love us. He commands us to repent in order that his love would transform us into the likeness of jesus so lord we do just take some time now to pray for this church in edinburgh representing so many churches in this nation and the nations of the west that tamper with the gospel to the point where it becomes antichrist any tampering of the gospel is antichrist and lord i pray we pray for people who are fragile like autumnal leaves just crushed by the devil by life by false narratives and by false Christian leaders who aren't Christians they're blind think about that image of blind people leading blind people Lord and I pray that you would break into that blindness use us here in Edinburgh and I pray that you'd fill your people whoever is listening now fill your people with boldness to proclaim your word in the precious name of Jesus we pray Amen.